Welcome to the Rice Memorial Missionary Baptist Church Podcast. This is a production of Rice Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, where Apostle Walter F. Camp is the senior pastor. This ministry is dedicated to the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, to the end that we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, and faithfully walk in the maturity demonstrated by Christ as commanded in Scripture. Make sure you subscribe to get new messages on a regular basis. Enjoy the message and please study along with us. Alright, uh, I got four copies of that uh, outline of the last Trump. Anybody need one? Everybody got the technology? Arbus, I got my hand up again. You didn't give me one last time, Pastor. Here you go, Arbor. You got one this time. <laughs> Anybody else need one? Say again. Well, see, some parents got more wisdom than other parents. You see, they, they get it when they need it. And she probably has access to it if she needs it, but if she don't need it, that's another story. Uh, today, well, let's read... First uh, Corinthians 15, 51 through 52, once again, to start off. And uh, Deb, let's get you to read for me this time. Read that verse. We'll glance at that, uh, well, read down through the uh, uh, part of the note. Once you read Daniel, no. Just read, read 1 Corinthians 15, 51, 52 first. Then we'll skip to Daniel 12. No, Erica, we got a different outline. That's, that's Sunday morning now. Here you go. You're doing all right, though. Here you go, sis. You're welcome. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I emailed it to everybody. Amanda did, in a way. So you can look on your technology or on paper, however you want to do it. Say again? Beginning? No, no, just uh, verses 51 and 52. First Corinthians 15, those two verses. You ready? Are you still getting there? Yeah, We can just read it from the paper then. There you go. Yeah, I got, I got, I got some more copies up here. Okay, big bro. Yes, First ma'am. Corinthians 15, verse 51, 52. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump. For the trump shall, trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. All right, and let's move over to page two at the top and read Daniel 12. Um, we read from the King James Version and the Septuagint. Daniel 12, two, three, four. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake some to everlasting life, some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who are wise shall shine like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn away, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. But you, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book until the time of the end. Many shall run to and fro, push forth, forward, onward progressively, and knowledge shall increase. Okay. All right, that's King James Version. Now let's go to the Septuagint. And at that time, Michael, the great prince, shall stand up, that stands over the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of tribulation, such tribulation 
as has not been from the time that there was a nation on the earth until that time. And that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that is written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to reproach and everlasting shame. And the wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and of the many righteous as the stars forever and ever. And thou, Daniel, close the words and seal the book to the time of the end, until many are taught and knowledge is increased. All right. So we saw the the difference in uh, we saw the difference in the uh, Septuagint, the King James, the Septuagint says many shall be taught at the end of that verse, or verse 4. And uh, the King James Version says many shall run to and fro. Uh, and one of the commentaries, if not more than one, I just read one or two, they thought running to and fro meant uh, uh, traveling shall increase or whatever, how they put that. It had to do with traveling. It had nothing to do with progressing in knowledge and knowledge, being, knowledge increasing. And uh, what I did was, as you see there, I let the Septuagint temper or narrow down the definition of the word run to and fro or push. Uh, yeah, run to and fro in order to uh, get them to harmonize. Uh, I'm not sure whether the uh, King James translator had access to the Septuagint or not. But uh, uh, thank, God, thank God for it, though, because it helps us. We pretty much get the uh, information that we need. All right, any comments or questions before we go further? One thing I wanted to say, though, is that uh, as we read Daniel 12, dealing with the resurrection, uh, resurrections, resurrection to, of, of the ones that are saved and the resurrection of the ones that are not saved, and uh, he worded it, the writer worded it as the Lord led him, but then when we fast forward to, to uh, Paul and how he said in the book of Corinthians, and also in 1 Thessalonians 4, we get more light. And as you know, Paul got his knowledge of the gospel directly from Jesus himself. And more than likely, this was one of the revelations he got from him. Uh, let's look at Galatians 1.12. I think it's 1.12 to confirm that, that truth. And uh, uh, then we'll, we'll move forward. But uh, <clears throat> once we put those two together, and then we can see, the, see, see, get, see, what, uh, see what God meant even more clearly. And as we saw, remember uh, sermon correctly, there's only going to be one resurrection of the sinners, and that's at the very end, although there are many resurrections of the righteous. The first one taking place when? Let me see your hand. Let me see him. I can't see nobody's hand. Boy, oh boy, I tell you what. <laughs> you see, they're stalling for time. See, we was on jeopardy to be in trouble, see. Anyhow, but the question was, uh, that might look, look fast for you, but, but, but there are many resurrections of righteous people, many. Uh, and I, I, my question was, when was the first resurrection of the righteous. Now, that was a big hint right there. David just on the edge of his seat and Terrell is too. He's just sitting there looking like. What well, is, was, you know, the, the thing is, the first one. When, 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 was, the, when was the first resurrection of, of, the, uh, of the righteous? Uh, I saw Amanda's hand, I saw Dewey's hand. Anybody else? Alicia. Uh, okay, let me go on it. Angel. That's, that's better than that. Give y'all time to think. See, see, thank you. See, she running interference for him, see. She blocking, give him more time to get to the hole, see. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good, Eric. That's pretty good. <laughs> okay. All right. I mean, I think I saw your hand first, so. But it's good to see the others. Terrell didn't raise his hand, but I know he and Dave and Little Dave, so. Little Dave just sits over there like, you know, just looking. They got that poker face. You, you, you make a good poker player, because when you hold your face, man, you don't see nothing, but you're you trying to see stuff. You don't see nothing. He just see what you want you to, you see what he wants you to see. I say it like that. Okay. All right, Amanda, what you got? Jesus was the I first. I say when. Oh, when was when? the first. I didn't say who. Oh, I'm I sorry. said when. 
When? Yeah, when? Uh, before the. Now you, I, I gave you a little hint since you out there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get there. Let me get there. Get there. <laughs> <laughs> you, you partially, you, your answer is partially answering the question. Yeah, uh, I'm getting it. Okay. All I'm right. Excuse me. Before. Get your song. The. <clears throat> the wait a minute. I'm waiting now. You done told me you're getting it, so I'm getting it. It's get it. there. <laughs> now, see, if we was on the, before the uh, 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 what do you call it when it when you're going up? I asked you the question. You didn't ask me the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I know the answer to the question. I'm just slow today. I can't. I can't well, okay, it. slow. Give it to Dewey. I think I saw his hand next. Help her out there, Dewey. She was close, but she couldn't quite get get, get there. After Jesus died and was resurrected somewhere probably around 30 A.D., when he was resurrected, he was the first among many. Why are you whispering? <laughs> I'm talking a normal tone of voice. I think the mic's No, you're not talking talk. normal tone of voice. Hello? Ain't normal tone. So you just, you just being real cool and toastmasterish is what it is. See, All right. Uh, say it again for those that didn't quite hear you. After Jesus was crucified, then was three days in the heart, three days in <laughs> Hades and all those things, places that he went. He resurrected <laughs> as the firstborn of the dead. Okay. Among many which would come after him. He was the first around 30 AD. Mm -hmm. Okay. So the answer to the question is it was around 30 AD, the first one then. And in that resurrection, as you said, he was the first person to be resurrected. See, let's, let's just say this is the first resurrection. It started with a person. As you said, that person was Jesus, and then all the other saints that were in Abraham's bosom, remember that in Luke where the rich man died and went to hell, and he saw Abraham and uh, saw uh, uh, Lazarus over in Abraham's bosom? And, and he wanted to come over there, and oh, he wanted Lazarus to come to him in a way. And uh, Abraham said, no, fix. Well, you can't, y'all can't get to us, and we can't get to y'all. Where when Jesus died and rose, he took all those people from Abraham's bosom, that side of hell, to heaven. And so there's only people in, in hell now waiting for, the, waiting for that resurrection of the unjust are the sinners. That's what he was referring to. And so that, that resurrection, when Jesus was resurrected, that, that resurrection was the first resurrection of the just. And we know it was more than one because, well, how do we know it was just, he wasn't the only person resurrected? How do we know that? Let me see a hand. Jesus. Did I say it too fast again? Jesus. How do we know that Jesus was not the only one to be resurrected at the time that resurrection took place? How do we know that? You, are, no, no, you didn't do enough to do it. You didn't have your chance. Let some other people have a little piece of this pie or this cake, whatever your delicacy is. Anybody else? Okay, Gerald, help him out there. How do we know that uh, he was not the only person resurrected at that time? The scripture says that... Um, scripture where? Um, finding get to... <laughs> That's good. The scripture. Pops up you out there. Okay. It talks about how many of well, read the it. saints. Let's read it. We're going to okay. Matthew 27. 52? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's get in time to get there, and then we're going to read. Matthew, 50, Matthew 27, verse 52, gives us that information about others being raised at that time besides Jesus, even though he was the first. Yeah. You want to say something? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. We're going slow. No problem. We ready now? I'm going to start at uh, verse 50, if that's all right. Okay. Jesus, when he had cried again with a loud voice, yielded up the ghost. And behold, the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom, and the earth did quake, and the rocks rent, and the graves were opened, and many bodies of the saints which slept arose and came out of the graves after his resurrection and went into the holy city and appeared unto many. Okay. So as we read that slowly, even though he puts it at that particular place 
we know they didn't be they didn't resurrect until after Jesus resurrected and after he rose they rose and God allowed visitation for them to go visit loved ones in the city now you're talking about you're talking about a hallelujah time man if somebody and that's just that's just that's just nice to think about you know your mind could really look at that and, and just 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 trip out because of all the joy that would be be there be there seeing loved ones that had died in faith and then rose when Jesus rose. All right. Any, any other comments about that? All right. Amanda has something she wanted to say. Well, when you said when did Jesus, I mean, when did the first, when was the first resurrection? Of the people that are righteous, uh-huh. I actually was thinking about, uh, now, now that we got the answer, I know my, my thoughts were twisted. But I was thinking about uh, tribulation. Uh, what's that word we use for being taken? Uh, rapture. rapture. Mm -hmm. I thought you meant in that line of thinking. No. That's, that's how. I, you got to listen slow. I got to listen slow. Yeah, okay. I wasn't talking that fast. You just got to listen slow. Or a little day said, don't hear, don't hear somebody we say had that. Not, we had not talked about AD 300. Oh, we, didn't, we didn't talk about dates. That would do it. But it was still, we talked about the fact that Jesus was the first of those that rose, and we talked about, and we looked at that verse where he read, yeah. where they went into town and to see their loved ones. Right. We did talk about that now. Yeah. At least twice, but uh, it's been a while, but we did talk about it, though. Okay. Yeah. You just, you just let it slip your mind. No problem. No, I, I remember that. Okay. Well, I, I, I tell you, I was twisted. Yeah. No problem. No problem. That's, that's why we're taking it slow to help us get everything straight and lined up, because as Terrell pointed out, we need to go slow because even though I, I took my time and we're having to back up, as he said, which he's right, the sum still couldn't explain what I explained uh, in, in these, on these nights in regard to the sequence of things that are taking place and how we know they're going to take place, you see. And uh, that, 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 that link you sent me, Terrell, I'm going I'm to have her send that to them, the one where this guy is. No, no, that's another one. That was another one. That was another one. That was another one. I found another one talking about the rapture being as we're teaching now, and he had, a, he had a large chalkboard, like about eight feet long, and he had pre-written, you know, uh, church time and tribulation and, 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 then, and then the thousand-year reign, and man, by the end of that, that video, he had marks and names and numbers all over the place, and arrows going and back and forth, and he just kept adding to it as they went for that hour he was teaching. And he has some good things to say, and uh, that's one or two thoughts he mentioned I hadn't even thought about. And that's one of the benefits of, of listening to other teachers and knowing the truth so that uh, if they miss it, you, you can catch it. If they don't miss it and say something in addition to what you, you already know, there's more light. You know? But I think I also sent the link that you gave me, too, you know, one where the guy was teaching post-trib, because we can see as sincere as he is and his... And his Young uh, uh, fellow, because he was the pastor when he did the trail, the guy that was doing the main teaching. Yeah, he was the pastor. I think he was a college teacher or high school teacher? College teacher. Because he taught some of this in college. I was surprised. He was the college teaching this stuff. Must have been a Christian college, I'm thinking, because otherwise, they'd have yanked him up. It was a liberal college, you know. But, uh, but they showed different, different clips during this documentary about why he believed it's post trip. But as I listened, I got four pages about didn't say. See, he, he never addressed, he didn't, get, he didn't get into Matthew 25. He didn't go there. He stayed exclusively in Matthew 24. And but see, I was watching and listening closely and making notes as I went. I stopped and paused and backed it up a little bit. It took me a little while. It's about an hour and 53 minutes. But with the way I took it apart, it took me about maybe two and a half hours to go through it. But it was time well spent, though, because it helps me see how to help others like him who mean well, but haven't seen key scriptures that give us the light that we need. And as I told Terrell, if I didn't, if I didn't have the understanding the Holy Ghost gave me, beginning with who's going to have babies, I wouldn't know it's going to be before as opposed to after. I would think like he's thinking, you see. But as we, as we keep searching and keep checking behind ourselves, uh, we find more evidence. We find more light, you see. And, and that's all that's happening. As we find more people with the truth, it's just adding to the truth that we have. But since we're trying to help everybody in the whole body of Christ, 
Terrell, what I was thinking was that the young guy, you remember the youngest guy was saying, I wish everybody would watch this documentary and then be more determined in their study of God's word or something like that. And I was thinking, if we could get to him the outline, the, the last two on the, on, the, on the ten virgins and the last trump, if we got those two outlines to those guys, they would see more than what they're seeing. Is there a way to get information to them? Did he, did he give a mailing list or something? Would you check in there for me, please? Because he's, he's family, and he's sincere. He just, he, just, he, just, he just hadn't seen some scriptures, a, a, a series of scriptures, as, as you see when you watch the, 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 uh, the video. It's a documentary. But I have her email it to you tonight, and uh, or soon, I say that way, depending on what we got going when we get to the house and how the computer's acting. But since we went to Google Chrome, yeah, Google Chrome is acting a whole lot better than the computer is. Uh, when I write now, I don't have a problem with the site uh, locking up on me like it was with Explorer. It would lock up, and I have to uh, hit, like Turner told me, hit, here and here in the delete to, uh, yeah, yeah. He told me how to do that. So I can do that to unfreeze it, and then it will go a little further. And it was slowing me down. But see, with this on Google Chrome, it's, it's, it's there as quick as I am, not quicker, you know. Which is, which is pretty good. My mouse is fading on me, though. It's, it's it'll highlight and then let it go. Highlight and let it go. And I'm going, no, you're messing up on me now, so I can't hear that. But, but at least I got the... Don't start nothing, Dale. But li, huh? No, it ain't got no battery. It's a wire. I got rid of the battery. Yes, ma'am, because the battery I found out from Dr. McCola, you get, you get into electrical... He got a word for it. Pollution or something. It, the, the, the electrical currents in our house affect our bodies. And so you want to minimize that. Even for cell phones, people walk around with cell phones on their hip in their, in their pocket. Yeah, I know it. That's, your, that's yours too, see. That's just my double sister, so I'm saying. <laughs> but serious business, though. You got to, it's some stuff out there. And see, Eddie Murphy made a movie, kind of getting off track a little bit. But Eddie Murphy made a movie about that uh, called uh, The Gentleman, some kind of gentleman. And he went to Washington. As a, as a senator, and he exposed all this stuff about where they got these towers, electrical plants, and how it's affecting people in the neighborhoods. So there's some truth to it. I had heard that somebody said that. That can't be true. But, you know, yeah, I found out as I kept looking, you see. But at first, unless folk like him kept pushing the issue and then, then hearing more about it, then I wouldn't know. But I kept hearing it and then looking into it and saw that, that is true. I thought it wasn't true at first, you know. But anyhow, Terrell. Yeah, he's got a mic. He's got a mic. I don't remember his name. Uh, 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 I can send you the link, though, because I, I, I kept it, because I got a, on, my, on my document for Rapture, that link, he, he shared some things that I hadn't shared, but really he got, he got a little happy sharing. In other words, he was sharing, as you've heard the saying, less is more. That's what it is in this case. He kept giving scripture after scripture after scripture after scripture about stuff that really didn't even matter. You see, you have to find, to get the point of, this, the information he gave is good to look at once you learn it and you got it clear in your mind. Then you just add into what you already know. But if you're trying to learn it, too much information, you see. So that's why the Lord had me start like I did, and then we gradually add it as I saw you guys understood, you see. Okay, Terrell. I was trying to get a better understanding. So this on the Septuagint, Daniel 12, 1 through 4, uh -huh. this, is, this is considered the Great Tribulation. Well, he's, he mentions it, but he's talking about several things there as we read it. He, but he mentions the tribulation. Now, remember that we found out, self-included, beginning with me, we found out that this being the seven-year period of tribulation, the beginning, and here's seven years, and there's tribulation going on, but as Daniel talks about, there's going to come a tribulation that's going to be even worse. And uh, during the seven-year period is when it gets worse. But in the middle of it, from the middle on, that last three and a half years, that's called the great tribulation, quote, unquote. Right. You see. But, and he could be referring to the great tribulation, but I know he's talking about, well, I know he's talking about that. Now, he could be referring to uh, the, the, the first three and a half period, the first three and a half years also, because that's, that's beyond the norm. But we know he's talking about the Great Tribulation period, which is the last three and a half years after the Antichrist. Uh, he flips the switch and loses his mind. Well, everybody knows he done lost his mind then. And he just, he's, he's in the temple as God and so forth and so forth. And then he increases the tribulation uh, on the people. 
you know, with all the stuff we read about he's going to be doing. But, uh, yeah, he's talking, about, he's talking about doing that seven-year period. Now, the only question is, is he referring to the last two and a half years with the Great Tribulation, or is he talking about the, the whole seven-year period? And there should be a time of tribulation. Such tribulation has not been from the time that there was a nation of the earth. Yeah, I dare say, as I slow down and look at it, he's got to be talking about the last two and a half years. Right, because the, the first people and a half shall years, be delivered that was written in the book, right? That's at the end, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's at the end. But, yeah, that's, at, that's definitely at the end. But, but, uh, uh, but the way these things are written sometimes, until we get definite chronology on what's being said, just like he talks about the the ever, the. The, the many that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, mm -hmm. some to everlasting life and some to reproach and everlasting shame. Mm -hmm. If we didn't know what we know now, we think that's talking about one resurrection of which some is raised up to life and some to shame. But, but because of other scriptures later on, because of what's being taught, we know now there's going to be more than one resurrection of the just, but one to shame, which is just before, uh, just before God ends this whole shoot match. But so we, we have to get all the pieces about the topic and put them together. And so from those things we now know, we know this is not one resurrection, some to shame, some to, some to life, you see. But, but uh, to your point about the tribulation, though, when we read that, the, 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 the period that best fits the description is the great tribulation from, from the middle of the tribulation period to the end. Right. That's what I was thinking. So my question is... Um, if that's the case, then when it says that everyone, we see all the people shall deliver everyone that is written in the book, right? It's talking about the book of life. Okay. And it says everyone right. that is written. That would include those of us who were raptured, right? Prior well, to well this. see, there again, remember the rapture is going to be the beginning of the tribulation period. See? And really, when you think about it, the de deliverance. Let's put it this way. Deliverance can be more than one way. Yeah, because uh, that's my question. If we've already been raptured, what do we deliver from? Well, let's see, there again, we've established that this is talking about the tribulation period from the middle to the end. Those people that died during that time period, they're going to be resurrected at the end. Remember, we read that last week. Let's go back there to Revelation 20, I think it is. And, uh, and then the people... That, uh, that are alive, when Jesus comes back, we go there first, Matthew, Revelation 20. Then we're going to Matthew 25. Uh, my battery is, is, is low because I forgot to plug it up, so I'm going to get you all to read. I got about 15% left, and that ain't going to last long. But let's go to Revelation 20, and let's look at the end of the tribulation period and see what the deliverance is. See. See what it is. Now to answer his question. All right, you there? Mm -hmm. I'll just back up to, um, in fact, I think we ought to read verse 1. When I had you read it the first time, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was thinking something about verse 4 that wasn't true. I think it was verse 4. And we backed up and read it, then I saw it. So let's back up to verse 1 and read down through about, about verse 4 or 5. Okay. Revelation 20. And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him a thousand years, and cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him, that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that, he must be loose a little season. And I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And okay, slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. I saw thrones and judgment. Throne, thrones is the key. Everybody got that now? Thrones, right? Mm -hmm. So thrones is the key. That should take your mind to a certain time period. We're going to look back to. Look back to. <laughs> look back. I got to read like this, because otherwise... I pop too much. The microphone pops too much. Okay. Keep reading. And they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. 
and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. All right. Now, what did we learn? Well, read verse 6 too. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. All right. So we see really this, this throne that's been set up in verse 4. That's the beginning of the thousand-year reign that Jesus is going to be in. And, and uh, as you see there, first he mentions the souls of them that were beheaded because they wouldn't receive the mark and so forth and so forth. And they were resurrected. <coughs> But the rest, I'm like the sinners, they, weren't, they were not resurrected. Now, that word first resurrection, do you remember what we talked about that? What we said about that? That first resurrection, that phrase? Anybody remember? Let me see a hand. I saw, heard Gerald say it, but maybe somebody else didn't hear it. Let me see a hand. Well, for the sake of time, uh, when, you, when you define that word first, it gives you a number of choices. But we know, as we said, that Jesus was in the first resurrection that took place, the first resurrection literally. So this is not, the, 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 the word first here is not literal. But actually, it's talking about the best resurrection. It's the resurrection of the just. They've been resurrected first. All of the just are at different periods. And he says, blessed are they that have, uh, that are part of that resurrection. But the second death has no part on them. That's, that's the lake of fire. But the, the, the second resurrection, if you will, please, or the last one is when the sinners get resurrected, and they're going to be judged, and their names will not be found written in the book of life, and God's going to show them that, and then they'll be cast into the lake of fire. But in this regard here, so first we see that when he gets back, that uh, it looks, I won't say first, uh, it, it could be first, but we're going to, we know these souls are going to be raised from the dead. So they're going to be, as, we, as you would say, delivered from death. They're, they're dead, their bodies are dead, the spirits are Evidently, with him, because he's not in heaven any longer. And so, their bodies are resurrected first. Their bodies are resurrected. I say it like that. Their bodies are resurrected. Now, let's go to Matthew 25 to look at this same period. Excuse me? Yeah, that's, that's referring to the best resurrection. They're part of the best resurrection. Uh, uh, the, the saints that were killed during the tribulation period, in the great tribulation period, because they would not receive the mark and so forth of the beast. So they were, they were, they were executed. They were beheaded. But there are going to be some saints who the Antichrist couldn't catch up with. They're going to be alive. And they didn't receive the mark either. They're in chapter 25. Let's go there. 25 and what verse are we going to there, Terrell? I want to uh, look at when, uh, when he gets ready to, well, we ain't got to read all it. Well, for Erica's sake, we can, though. Uh, let's, let's look at when he first starts gathering the goats and the sheep and then read down through and what he says. Verse 31, I believe. Yeah. 31, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. All right. Notice that word uh, throne again. It's the, it, it, he's got the throne, but there are other thrones too that will be sat upon as he and those with him uh, go into the thousand reign and, and, and rule and reign in the earth. But they speak of his throne first here. All right. And verse 32. Wait a minute. So you're saying this 
come in his glory is. Which, which time is this? This is when he's coming back. He had, he's just getting back from heaven with the angels and with the saints after the tribulation period. Matter of fact, uh, uh, let's see. In either chapter 24 or 25, I think it's 24, he actually says, and this is what the guy in the video that I talked about that you gave me, he specializes in the fact that after the tribulation, they see Jesus coming. Uh, let's see. Let's see if we find that verse in, in chapter 24. Verse 29. Matthew 24, verse 29. Then, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Verse, verse 29, chapter 24. Oh, immediately after the tribulation of those days. There you go. Stop right there. See, those days, that's the Pacific Tribulation period, like Terrell asked it first. That's the, that's the Great Tribulation, that seven-year period. When the Great Tribulation ends, Jesus is coming back with the saints and with the angels, and this is what, and it's after the Tribulation period. Okay, keep reading. Shall the sun? Right, shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light. And the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of, Son of Man in heaven. In the sky. And then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. Okay. And he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet. And they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heaven to the other. Okay. Then he goes in there and is talking about parables. And he talks about this parable and that parable. And then in verse tw chapter 25, he gives him another parable. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins. And that's very key, as you know, because it, it, it shows some things that's going on in sequence. And, uh, and then after that, he comes back to, uh, the, the narration comes back to when he gets back, which is verse 31 of chapter, chapter 25. Because this last parable ends with in verse 30, and cast ye the unprofitable servant into outer darkness, there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then it says, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory. So he, 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 he tells about his coming, he stops and gives some parables, and he get, then he gets back to his coming in verse 31. All right? Everybody see that? And see, this is, and as he said in chapter 24, this is after the tribulation period. And every eye is going to see him. I think Revelation 1 said the same thing. But, uh, but every eye is going to see him. But, but in 1 Thessalonians 4 and 1 Corinthians 15, that statement is not there. But here you see some signs in the heavens. And then, uh, uh, as it says in chapter 24, the tribes of the earth, every eye is going to see him as, he, as he's coming back with, with, with the saints and the angels to set up his kingdom. And uh, as one of those uh, documentaries I listened to, he mentioned, it might have been the one you gave me, Terrell, one of the two, or, or the other one I saw, where this guy was getting into a whole lot of information. He did for the fact also about the war that's going to take place when Jesus gets back, which these two, these two, uh, these two chapters don't get into, nor did Revelation 20 get into. But we'll look at that in time. But right now, I just wanted to look at and look at, look at as you pointed out, what's going to happen after the tribulation when he comes back and then he sets up his kingdom on the earth for a thousand years and we're going to reign. So we saw in Revelation 20 when he got back, it mentions the dead who died during the tribulation period who were beheaded, been resurrected. Here, he's about to gather folk that didn't receive the mark either, but didn't die. See, which proves the point. When you look at that scripture back up in Revelation, about, and we talked about this a little bit last week, where it looks like he's going to rule the whole earth and everybody that wouldn't receive the mark. You're either going to receive the mark, everybody here, and, and be able to eat, everybody, everybody, everybody. And then on this side, if you don't receive the mark, everybody die. Well, if everybody, everybody on this side wouldn't receive the mark and they all got killed, then the only folk alive are the ones that received the mark. 
Right? I didn't lose, I didn't lose nobody, did it? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, see, see, the script, we need to look at the scriptures. I'm trying to give you the analogy without the scripture. Let's find that scripture in uh, Revelation where it talks about them receiving the mark. Uh, I want to say Revelation 13, but I'm not really sure. It talked about what would happen what, to those that receive the mark. Yeah, Revelation 13. Since you got the mic trail, you keep reading. Verse 16. Well, let's back up to verse 15 and read through 16 through 18. Revelation 13. Verse 15 through 18. 15, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should be both speak and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. All right. So if you don't worship the image, you're going to get killed. All right. That's the folk on, on that side I said. All right. Keep reading. And he calls it all. All right. Stop right there. And he calls it, how many? All. All. Now, see, if I don't define the word all and do some more reading, then I'm thinking all means all. Because in most cases, all does mean all. So if I just take it on the surface, then all, all, okay? Keep reading. Both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand. Or in their foreheads. Keep reading. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that hath the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score and six. All right. So if, 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 uh, if as, verse, as verse 15 says, if they, if they would not worship the image, they were killed. And then the ones that, that did worship, they received a mark. Well, we know if they received the mark, somebody find this verse for me. If they received the mark of the beast, then they were they were, they were not, they were not uh, saved or they were, they were killed, I believe. Uh, they, weren't, they, didn't go, they didn't go into the thousand-year reign. I, I'll say that for sure. But uh, we need to find that verse. Revelation 14. Which verse we're going to? Verse 9. You got a mic there? Let's, let's go to Revelation 14, verse 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest, day nor night, who worship the beast in his image, and who receive the mark of his name. All right. So now, if these folk over here don't worship, I'll just, I'll just stay on that side. If these folk over here don't worship the beast, what's going to happen to them? Huh? Remember, he's going to have, it looked like he was going to reign over all and so that all would receive that mark. So if these folks say, no, we're not going to receive the mark, what happened to them? They get killed. They got beheaded. Remember, he, he raised the beheaded ones when he, got back, when he got back over in chapter 20 of Revelation. And so if, if we don't receive the mark, all are going to be beheaded. All the righteous folk are beheaded. On this side is everybody else that's left that, that, that did receive the mark. Because he killed all the ones that, that, that wouldn't receive the mark because the word all, right? All. That's what it appears to be, all. And so they, these people received the mark. Well, we just read in chapter 14 that they received the mark. When Jesus gets back at the end of the tribulation period, they're going to hell. That's the part of the goats. They're going to hell because they received that mark. 
So if they, if they all go to hell, who are, who are alive, who receive the mark, then there ain't no, there ain't no sheep because all the sheep got killed. The word on. But see, I know that's not going to happen because when Jesus gets back, there's some sheep that didn't receive the mark, which means he may rule the world, but he won't get, get to everybody. So I went to Webster, look up the word all, go to 1828 and the 1913. The 1828 might have given it to me. But one of those definitions said in Scripture, sometimes it doesn't mean all. It means the most part. So let's find that and read it. The word, define the word all in 1828. Somebody. Who got it? The whole quantity, extent, duration, amount, quality, okay. or degree, as all the wheat, all the land, all the year. Is that the one you want? I was trying to find which one that has that in it. Yes, yeah, one not in there. Uh, for the sake of time, let, let him find that one. Whoever finds it first, let him know. Where it gives the fact that in Scripture, not even, not, not, not sure the Scripture, it may just say in how we talk. I feel, uh, it may, uh, it, it points out the fact that all doesn't mean all, it means most of the... Uh, a large portion or number or a great part. Is that 1828 still? Yes. Is that number two, three, or what? what is that? It's a paragraph after number two. Okay, look to the paragraph after number two. That's where he gives another different... Beg your pardon? Second paragraph of number Second two. Second paragraph of, of uh, number two. So uh, go down and read there, uh, Dewey, since you found it first. This word not only in popular language but in the scriptures often signifies indefinitely a large portion or number or a great part. Okay. So now, knowing that truth, since, and reason I reason it out that way, go back to Matthew 25. And, and we'll see. Let's fast forward down to sheep and the goats, though, Terrell, because uh, our time is getting away. And that's the main thing we want to find to show is that there will be some people alive after the tribulation that did not receive the mark. Them's the sheep. Uh, on, on, uh, yeah, if you think it'll help, yeah, sure. It said, thus all the cattle in Egypt died, all Judea and all the region round about Jordan, all men held John as a prophet, are not to be understood in a literal sense, but as including a large part or very great numbers. Okay, very good. Thank you much. So, from that definition, we see that as we reason it out with, with Scripture and plain reasoning, the word all can't be everybody. Because there, we, there will be some bodies in Matthew 25 that are alive in their natural bodies, but did not receive the mark. Uh, Matthew 25. Back on you again, Terrell. Let's go back there. And let's look at when he, he gets to sheep. And uh, uh, what he says to the sheep. But first, let's back up to what he says. He gathered the sheep and the goats. And this is to be understood as people that, that were not dead. These are, these, are, these are people that are alive in their natural body. We started at 31. Uh, Michelle said the sheep. Yeah, that's good. You're right. You're right. Yeah, just, we just got to read a little further. You're right. All right, when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory. And before him shall be gathered all nations, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats. All right, now that's, 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 that's to know he's talking about people that are alive, not resurrected bodies. People that are living when he comes back. Sheep and goats, all right? Keep reading. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, but the goats on the left. Then shall the king say unto them on, the, on his right hand, Come, ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. All right. Now, which kingdom is he referring to? Remember, he's setting up his kingdom, right? What's that, what's that commonly called? Thousand-year reign. They're the ones that are about to go to thousand-year reign with him. 
because they didn't receive the mark. They stay, they stay faithful to God. And, and so he comes back. There's your deliverance, Terrell. You just, Lord, just reminded back to that original question. There's your deliverance. These are saved folk whose name's in the book, and they got delivered when that tribulation ended. But it ended when Jesus came back and stopped that nonsense because one scripture said, if God hadn't shortened those days, there wouldn't be no flesh left alive. Because the, cause the Antichrist was a fool, extra big fool, really. He's killing everything he can get his hands on. But, but God shortened the days. And then got Jesus back here at his, at his appointed time. And these folk, names in the book, and they got delivered from all the nonsense. And he tells them how blessed they are. Wait a minute, so you're saying that these are the people when he comes back? You threw me off there. You said these, these are the goes people. into the ones who... When Jesus came back, who didn't right. take the mark? Yeah, the ones who are alive during the tribulation period, they got saved during the tribulation period, and their lives were threatened, and I don't know whether they hid in caves or what, but say again? Well, hey, I mean, if you got a cave, that's a good place to hide. But not only that, but, but uh, even back during the time when Elijah was running around, they hid, hid in caves, you know. You know but they got, they got hit the jungles. You know, they got, they got technology, but technology is still limited to a certain degree. So the, you know? in the thousand-year reign here on Earth. Yeah, but that hadn't started yet. This is when it gets ready to start. So he just got back. He just got back with the angels and with us. Uh, and then he, 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 his angels gather the, the sheep and the goats, and he addresses the sheep first. The sheep being the folk that got saved during the tribulation period who would, you know, they go, they, 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 that's the sheep. They're going to be on the right. The sheep are those, the goats are going to live. The sheep are those who were threatened with, the, with, with, with death, but wouldn't do it and escaped. There were those others who wouldn't do it and were beheaded. Revelation 20 says he raised them from the dead. But this is the bunch of Christians who were threatened and were able to escape the Antichrist. Because as we see, the word all was a large part, but not everybody can't fail. I'm piecing this together since I get here late. Right. But before the tribulation period, is it the rapture or like? Yeah, the rapture okay. took place beforehand, which we'll we double back to later on. But right now, we're answering a t a, the question from Terrell that was. Do you have an outline, by the way? The last trump? Oh, yeah. I thought it was Yeah, I got a copy here somewhere, though. Uh, I don't really need another copy because I'm, I'm talking now. Our time's almost gone. But in, in, in uh, Daniel 12 up there. You can just read it while we talk. But he read that and, and, and about the, uh, in the Septuagint version, especially about the tribulation and those being delivered. And as we look at the different scriptures, we're seeing now in Matthew 25, the ones being delivered whose names in the book of life are these sheep that were not killed during the tribulation period. And the angels gathered them all from wherever they were and brought them to Jesus' throne. And he addresses them first. And they're in their natural bodies like our bodies are, but they didn't get killed. And they didn't receive that mark, which is proof he'll get a large part, but he won't get everybody. You see? And so, and so they're the sheep. Everybody see that? But the catch is, as Terrell pointed out, in the Septuagint, they were delivered because their names were written in the Book of Life. Well, that time of being delivered, as we're looking at, is at the end of the tribulation period, and the deliverance is that Jesus stopped the nonsense with the Antichrist and, and, and set up his throne. And now he's about to reward those who were threatened with death. But now they're delivered from it because he, he, he's going to set up his kingdom. And he's going to go, they're going to go into the thousand-year reign with him. That's, that's, that's the blessing part he read in Matthew 25. Now, what verse was that, Terrell? Uh, verse 34. Then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, the sheep, come ye blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was a hundred and so forth and so forth and so forth. But the catch is, these are the folk at his coming that did not receive the mark and didn't get caught because it's still in the natural body. Then where are we? We in the supernatural bodies with him. The we is the ones that got, got, uh, got either... Either, uh, either, either. Uh, uh, well, matter of fact, you know, we we're the one that got that got raptured, 
I was, I was going to say transported. Yeah, because the rapture is first the, the, the souls of the dead, the souls of the, spirit, the, spirit, the souls of the people whose bodies are dead coming back with Jesus. And that's everybody who was resurrected with him too. Because even though they were resurrected, not take that back. They got resurrected with their bodies and they went back. That's what the resurrection is. But the people that died after that, thank you, Jesus. The people that died after that, their, their bodies are in the graves. He's going to bring their spirits with him, as 1 Thessalonians 4 says, and as 1 Corinthians 15 says. And then their bodies be raised first, 1 Thessalonians 4, meet him in the air, our bodies will be changed, and go back to him in the air. So every Christian, all are changed. Those whose bodies are in the ground, those whose bodies are not in the ground. Every last Christian is changed. There ain't no people alive on the planet when we leave that are Christians. Everybody's sinners. And then during the tribulation period, they get saved. The ones that he's talking about that came out of the tribulation period. So, but like in verse 31, it says, When the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all his holy angels with him. Right. That's talking about over here, though. See, that's... that's well, I'm, I guess what I'm asking is, what scripture shows us coming back with him when he comes? Uh, let me get back to you, because my time's shot. But Jude talks about it, and, and he says, the Lord shall come back with 10,000, 1,000. Somebody find that real quick. Uh, and then, but Jude got it from the Old Testament somewhere. But, but find, find Jude where he says, the Lord shall come back with his saints, 10,000, 1,000, 1,000, which is an indefinite number is what it is. Uh, when, you, when you go back to the Greek on that. That shouldn't take but a moment. It's in the book of Jude, real, real small book. Jude what? 14. Jude, verse 14. Terrell, let get you to read it, please. Jude, verse 14. Let's read that. And Enoch also, the seventh from Adam, prophesied, of these, saying, Behold, the Lord cometh with ten thousands of his saints to execute judgment upon all and to convince all that are ungodly among them of all their ungodly deeds. Okay. Which, okay. See, and that, that is what the other guy was talking about in Revelation where it talks about Jesus coming back and there's a war, there's going to be a war taking place and so forth and so forth, as well as the fact that those people who receive the mark, we just read in Revelation 14, those folks that receive the mark, they got, got, God uh, made an example of them. And before he banished them to hell, uh, he dealt with them, and then they went to hell forever. That's the goats. That's the goats. That's the goats. My time's shot. It's 8.02. We got to go. But, but to get that outline on uh, the last trumpet, and take your time and read it. And I have her send you that link that Terrell gave me on this other brother that was sharing. And you will see the number of scriptures he left out that he didn't know. And so consequently, he couldn't help but think like he was thinking because the less scripture they have, the less knowledge you have. And we can only teach what we know. That's why, self-included, I'm having to learn some things from questions you're asking me as, as we go further because I didn't know anything about the last Trump. I just got that the last week or so. But as Terrell and I were looking for the answer, as you saw on the last page of the last Trump, that, that answer looked reasonable, but I couldn't get peace about it, so I kept searching. And then I found a link with that information on it, but it wasn't as clear until I found that guy. That guy took his time and broke it down. I said, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for a brother that knows, because he's helping us now, you see. And that's the benefit of the body of Christ building up itself in love. Every joint supplying strength. Let's stand. Let's go. Thank you for studying God's Word with us today. Worship at Rice Memorial begins with Sunday School at 9.30 a.m., followed by Praise and Worship at 10.45. And on Wednesday nights, we have Bible study from 7 to 8. Children's Church is also available where they can receive the Word of God on their level. Once again, don't forget to subscribe to get new messages on a regular basis. You can also like us on Facebook and visit our webpage at ricememorialbaptistchurch.org. Rice Memorial is located at 15th and State in Little Rock, 
but for the time being, we're worshiping on Mary Street, just behind Kaufman Lumber, until our new building is completed. And until next time, continue to walk in the footsteps of Christ and love as He commanded.